Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Chinglings podcast. We're here with Kat, Kat Bacchus and Kinsey uh, Krasinski once again. Hello, everyone. Spice up your chicken wings because this is going to be a hot ride. Yeah. That's your girl, Kat, and I hope everyone got <laughs> their uh, ranch as well so they don't get um, burned by the spice that we're about to bring to you. Right. We expect everyone is burned out by the sun. So we hope that. We we really hope that you guys take all the precautions because we do care about you guys and we don't want you to um sizzle out. Yeah, put put on that sunscreen or just use ranch. <laughs> just use ranch. Cover <laughs> it. Just lather your whole body. You'll be protected. You'll. It's it's vital. It's very vital. So we have actually been planning a story um based on the chicken wing vault cat i will let you take this over yes so we were discussing a couple of days ago our ideal quarantine houses and kinsey told me that she would like uh her house to have it to be filled with like a hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and a bunch of K-pop. So I said, you know, might as well have a whole grocery store in the mansion that Kinsey would like. And I also suggested having a vault with um, that, con- that contains all the hand sanitizer and the toilet paper. But to get to this vault, you have to say, to, to answer six riddles correctly, and then the last lock <laughs> needs to have, can only be unlocked with a chicken wing of the, <laughs> of the, of the perfect size and the perfect flavor. But I guess that changes each time. Yes, it does. This lock was created by the Harry Potter universe, actually. This was created by Bellatrix Lestrange, for sure. Um, And this this explains everything, because Bellatrix has a twin sister who is actually Charlie Bucket's mother from... um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they they banded together and they were like, we're going to create this lock so diverse and we're going to protect it and throw it away into Gringotts and have the goblins deal with it. <laughs> because, because they can't know our secret. The muggles can't know. The muggles, the muggles will find out. So, you know, they thought, well, whatever, we'll use a chicken wing because everyone loves food. And no one will know anyways because America, even Britain, like, they, <laughs> they love their food. Like, like, they'll never know. They'll never know. And that's why 
That's why the Death Eaters wanted to kill Dumbledore so bad, because he kept trying to figure out the secret, because he foretold that one day there would be a pandemic, and he was like, I'm going to get it all ready. But it was botched and taken over by Bellatrix and her sister. So, so unfortunately, that's where that went. And um, that's why the Death Eaters wanted to kill Dumbledore because he was going to find out the secret and was getting closer. So Harry Potter was like, I got to kill Voldemort because he's the leader of everyone, right? <laughs> and he got... He just got endless chicken wings for the rest of his life. Now he has to find out which one opens that lock. <laughs> and and once the chicken wing is used, like well, like it's like completely devoured by the vault. So you just have to find another chicken wing that satisfies the vault next time you need to get in there. Exactly. And and the person initially when they, you know, put the vault away in there, Dumbledore didn't have it to like, to the point where it had, you know, that it could devour chicken wings. Those Bellatrix and her sister did that. They're messed up. We know that. <laughs> They're, they have issues. Like, they, they were like, you know what? Locks are living beings, too. Um, they should get they sh they should eat too like <laughs> they should eat too and now they don't know which one fits what like they don't know if it's a mild hot spicy they don't know they don't even know if it's regular or not so and sometimes you just got to give it some ranch cuz it, <laughs> it's it likes ranch sometimes or maybe sometimes it wants some celery along with the chicken wings <laughs> exactly it's like um it's like that three-headed dog too um in the first um film and in the book mm -hmm. with um Hagrid's three-headed dog um the one that was guarding that safe yeah they they just have chicken wings instead because they were like the three-headed dog didn't stop um our three saviors from not from um, being in, unable to save, like, um, Hogwarts. So they're like, we might as well just put food in there because that just entices people. Mm -hmm. So entices that lock, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and it gets um, uh, beauty treatments, too. It just, uh, it gets slathered. It gets slathered in um, ranch dressing. Sometimes it, sometimes it wants to act normal and wants Windex, but other than that, Windex and Ranch. <laughs> you just squirt and um, squirt it on the knob and um, somehow um, Jin from BTS comes out of nowhere and goes <laughs> and laugh, starts laughing his windshield wiper laugh as the um, as you wipe the um, the lock clean and the doorknob that goes with it, um, but yeah, the vault was definitely in Gringotts. But when Voldemort destroyed everything, um, he didn't even think about that all the vaults 
in Gringotts because he's like he, he don't care he wanted the whole world to himself so so the um the whole vault it was like it kind of detached from the bank and then I guess it was whisked away somehow to to America instead and that's when Bellatrix and her sister banded together. They were like, Americans are, Americans are crazy. Like, they'll eat whatever. Let's just, let's put a spell on it. Let's put a spell on it. Trans, you know what? And somehow McGonagall got in on this. Somehow she was on their side, too, for some reason. Because she was kind of evil to Harry Potter. And he, she was always so strict with him. Yeah. That was the reason. That was the reason. She just wanted to be on the plan, too. And on it, too. So she was like, yeah, these Americans will eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> so she... They'll even eat Tide Pods, supposedly. Yep. Oh, those Chen Z's on... Those Chen, those Chen Z's on those side... On that side, love... Um, chicken wings, Tide Pods, anything. <laughs> They'll eat inanimate objects for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and she just, she uses a transformation spell on the thing and she's like, yeah, so the, the chicken wing that works for each lock, it just changes every time. So she contributed with her transformation, transfiguration spells too. I was it's it's crazy. <laughs> or what if what if the vault was originally a human a long ago and they someone turned it into a vault? Oh, see, that's interesting. Because then we'd have to cons- we'd have to consider that the witch from Beauty and the Beast came and created this issue because because she she turned she literally turned people into whole silverware like <laughs> she went tra- after she transformed that well um sorry that whatever the beast was into you know the the king into a the the prince into a beast and then there was the silverware the singing um teapot like she had to have done something then she must have collaborated it must have been it must have been an ancient thing though and she was like related to the serious black and the rest of them but the thing is would would um wizards which is and which is from from the harry potter universe would they need toilet paper because they could just use their one? They could just be like, um, you know, that spell that they use that brings whatever they they uh, need to them. Yes, yes. Can they? Just, I, uh, can they yeah. just do that spell instead of using toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why they were saving. Um, because ultimately, they the toilet paper hand sanitizer was su- only supposed to be for like the muggles. Because 
they don't know how to use spells like that. They're like, we're spoiled and we can do what we want. So we can just cast all the spells and uh, bring everything to us. We can bring all the chicken wings we want. Um, that's what Snake... I can totally see Snake gorging on a ton of chicken wings. I really can. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, him. I can see him doing that. That's, and then, yeah. That's why he has... He always has such long sleeves. And he always wears black so he can just wipe wipe his face once he's done eating a bunch of chicken wings. Exactly. And the cuts on his... um arms um were actually uh chicken wing sauce that was <laughs> that was it <laughs> that was it it was harry thought harry was too dramatic i mean he was 11 but he was dramatic he thought oh no something happened he's he's you know devising a scheme against us oh no he's honey he's just eating chicken wings <laughs> he's just eating chicken wings like, not a big deal it needs to eat. <laughs> yeah, and he just has like, these little secret compartments in his outfit that, that just hold chicken wings, and like that—that's probably what he was doing during that Quidditch game where um, Hermione uh, put his got his uh, robe on fire for a little bit. He he was just innocently eating chicken wings and. <laughs> You know, here's the funny part about that, too, actually. So he's probably eating the hot chicken wings and his and you know what? He, he just didn't feel so good. So his butt caught on fire. <laughs> his, his colon wasn't feeling too good. His colon wasn't feeling too good. So Hermione was like, all right, better. You know, I just better let it out than in. You know, so she's like, I'll just set his, she'll, she'll just set his buttocks on fire and <laughs> somehow that'll just help his colon adjust again. <laughs> that was the idea because he ate too many. So, you know, he just, uh, his butt was feeling like, you know, in flames, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and along with that so the so i'm assuming they think that they can have a crumpet with a spot of tea but with a chicken wing a chicken wing and a spot of tea oh wait, don't forget the crumpet <laughs> yeah and he he dips he dips the chicken wing into the tea and just oh. eats it that way and if it had ranch on it, someone comes in. What's that in your tea? <laughs> it does not. It, it does not look like creamer. Oh, honey, it's it's ranch. It's okay. It goes good. <laughs> like okay. Britain's changing their views lately. Oh God, especially especially the wizards. They really are. Oh, goodness. They... Speaking of Voldemort, I kind of feel bad for him because he couldn't smell the chicken wings anyways. His nose, he had no nose. <laughs> yeah, and like, uh, don't you need to uh, have a sense of smell to taste the food? Like, 
doesn't that go into tasting? So he he probably hasn't tasted food for a long time. Yeah, he really didn't. He really is not. He um, it never made sense because he was a kid. He was growing up and he was doing good um, for himself. He was, you know, he was. Everyone was kind of weirded out by him, but other than that, he was just living life and growing out to be, you know, um, really a popular infamous wizard or whatever and scaring everyone to death. So I don't understand. So, okay, so he was reduced to nothing, but then you bring him back to life. You would think if you bring him back to life with Harry's blood, you think he would just become another version of Harry? Yeah, and actually have a nose (laughs) and actually have a nose exactly i thought he would be his twin i was like okay he doesn't look like harry but okay that must be what harry thought when he saw the scar just gave him (laughs) (laughs) just like oh i see i see myself now i'm actually you know this is the evil within me (laughs) Oh, this got deep really fast. <laughs> so, or, that's fine. And like, um, there, uh, Voldemort is somehow uh, blood related to Harry. Like maybe, maybe he was like a secret. Uh, he, he was a secret child of someone. Well, I know, I know they go in. He has a different backstory, but. What if they were somehow relatives? They honestly could be because Harry was part of, he was, you know, the sorting hat was like, you know, you could, you could choose Gryffindor or Slytherin. Like I could be choosing either one for you. Um, and um, I forgot Voldemort's initial name, but. Oh, Tom Riddle. Um, oh, Tom Riddle. That's right. Thank you. And. He um he was already inducted into Slytherin, so there could be a possible tie there. And the reason why he was so infatuated with killing his parents, like that just it's like okay. He just had to kill his parents. Like he had to go and do that. So it's like, was he jealous? Like, was he jealous? Like, oh, I want to train Harry. Like, I want him to be the baddest wizard next to me in, you know, the universe and get the parent, you know, get his parents out of the way. Yeah. yeah and, and he, he only killed, he killed Harry's parents over a prophecy. So, like, that's, like, he thought, like, prophecies aren't always correct. I mean, it's like, it's like believing a meteorologist. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like believing in a fortune cookie. And it tells you, oh, you're going to start this huge business one day. Or you're going to, like, do this or that. Like, for one, if I, if I started a business, like, all my employees would hate me because... Uh, no No, it would but like um you know I would just it's it's just hard to do that's very hard to do 
that's not what I'm even, that's not my forte. Like, they tell you things you're never gonna, like, that you're not interested in that you're gonna do in fortune cookies. Like, oh, you're gonna, you know, like, oh, you're gonna have a spiritual, you know, connection with, with, like, Oh, with a rabbit. Yeah, with aliens. And it's like, aliens? <laughs> rabbit? What? <laughs> it's like, that's on the Chinese calendar, but I ain't gonna meet no rabbits lately. So, <laughs> like, you know, it's it's really weird, right? So, um, it's just hard to, like, believe in that stuff, I guess. Like, and and the other thing, too, like, um, Sirius Black was his godfather, and but um, Bellatrix was, I think, cousin to him. Yeah, yeah, she was his cousin. I was like, baby, why would you want to kill him if he's part of your family? And I was like, you know what, she's jealous anyway, she's jealous. So, um, I was like, yeah, that makes sense, she's just jealous. She's like, she's just mad. She's mad, mad. I always felt like she was, she was crushing on uh, Voldemort. Like, (laughs) like, I don't know how to explain. Like, she just does everything for him, and then I don't. She, she just, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I didn't. I just thought through this just now so I don't really have much to say about yeah. that but no that's interesting because <clears throat> because I always thought that Wormtail wasn't on it too <laughs> I always thought they all just loved each other <laughs> so they just... had like a little love triangle <laughs> <laughs> yeah ever since ever since Wormtail got a um a metal hand from Voldemort after bringing him back to life. He was like, oh, he's my soulmate. I just love him. And he just like got, he was just like, I'm indebted to this man. Like, he's just, he's my everything, you know, Bellatrix. Because, you know, one person isn't enough for Voldemort. He has to, he has to reign with like supreme power. But it's, you know, just a little bit isn't enough to him. So that's how he is with, like, his followers. Like, like they, two of them just loved him. Like, he's, he's, he's pretty much non-binary and pretty much, like, you know, he doesn't have a sexuality. So he, we're mm-hmm. and children. And maybe um, he's really into into uh metal metal arms or, oh. or metal hands so that's why he gave that's why he that's gave worm tail that yes because they work a little faster than a regular hand <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh my god and i just i just loved worm tail he just that's why he's mean to him all the time because he was secretly crushing on him too he was crushing on him back and it was it just got just got to that point and and um it's like Wormtail's arm whenever he's away from Voldemort 
the, the arm or it was was it an arm or a hand i don't remember well whatever it was it just you can hear um Voldemort's voice when he puts it to his ear and and uh Voldemort's just like come come here or he's like come here <laughs> like meet meet up with me Wormtail or maybe he has like a he gives like a cuter name to him like Wormy <laughs> he just has a pet name for he has a pet name for him. It's like, come here. Come here, Wormy. Come here, man. And I'm just shocked out of all the fan fiction that Harry Potter fans have made. They have not made one concerning that whole uh, triad. That's <laughs> 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 like a whole bunch of crazy in one. Um that's like a whole bunch of crazy on it, yeah. And he, and yeah, and we don't even see Wormtail at the end of the series of movies, at least. Yeah, he just, he just hidden away. Maybe he's, uh, he's just so heartbroken that he goes out of his mind and he just... And from he that, just from that day on, he just talks to his hand. <laughs> he just talks to his hand. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one part of me that kept us together. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, he was like, he just goes out of his mind. He talks, he talks to his hand a little bit. But as he's doing that, he's preparing a bunch of chicken wings for Voldemort because he didn't know. Even though he can't smell them, he's like, I can smell them for you. <laughs> All creepy and weird. And he just <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I, I am all the senses that you need, full like Lord. Like he just says Lord. It's not even it's like he's like um my alien or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he he says it in like a breathy voice and just um just raises his eyebrows kind of up and up. He's like, I I can I have all the senses, my lord. Or, 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 I have all the senses. I have all the senses that your nose can't know, hunty. Like I don't know. I um yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. And um, I wonder if Dumbledore was secretly mad that he couldn't get in on this evil action. Like, yeah, maybe they they had something between them. Yeah, yeah, maybe they did. But but Dumbledore was so interested. He was like McGonagall. She fine. Like she's. She said, <clears throat> he was like, Harry Potter brought me and McGonagall together, but, you yeah. know. Yeah, like, do you, do you ever think that um, uh, Professor McGonagall was into Dumbledore? I thought so, yeah. 
because uh, she would always do things for him. She'd sit next to him all the, and I mean, she was supposed to because she was top staff and she was there, one of the longer working staff members there. So I mean, I get that part, but she went above and beyond for Dumbledore. Like she was mad, mad when he died, like when he was killed. Yeah. Yeah. Usually when, when someone does a lot of things like that for someone else, it means that it's more than like, they like that person more than friends probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She was really, um, she was good. She was just really strict, but she was really good to Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> she <laughs> she was good to him. Um, yeah, I thought she was always really good. I never understood the short professor, like the really short one, the one. Professor Flitwick, I think his name was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see. I, I mean, he was a good choir director, but I was like, yeah, he, I'm sure he'd be a good teacher too. But, you know, I saw an interview later on. It was with the actress who played Professor Sprout and who did the herbology class, mm -hmm. I think, and, and Daniel Radcliffe. And she was talking about him coming of age. And I was like, this is funny because she just was all over the place. What, what, what did she say? Well, she said that he's grown up so much since the movies. He's done a lot of good things with it. And she's like, I kind of wish I got to do more. I kind of wish I got to be in more movies, but I think she was in two. Yeah. Was she in the last one? I don't remember. No, I don't think she was in the last one. But you know what? What I hated about the last one was that the twins passed away. I hated that the twins passed away in that one. Well, Fred and George. I mean, no, it was one of them. It was them. only one, one of them. Well, I always mix them up, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Fred who died. I don't know. That was the worst scene ever. And... I'm sure all the Potterheads would, ass would assume that that scene was the worst one. And, and for some reason, I was so pressed that Hedwig, when Hedwig was killed, that was what yeah, I was, was like. Yeah. It's like Hedwig was such a good bird. Like, she was the best owl ever. And. <laughs> I was like, you have all these, you have all these um, people who are impersonating Harry because they took that polyjuice potion and somehow she still gets killed out of it. You have all these impersonating people of Harry that could have been killed, but Hedwig got killed. I didn't understand that one bit. It's like, you kill the owl? What is she gonna do? Yeah, and, and she's so loyal. Like, she, and she knows every single she has like a whole I guess you could call phone book in her mind because she I, how do they know where where everyone lives they just like they they're just really smart they understand 
where they're supposed to go and everything. Exactly. That's how, and especially when they were delivering all that, you know, all those acceptance letters to Hogwarts to Harry because he wasn't getting the first one because aunt and uncle were like, "Uh uh-uh. Speaking of that, his uncle is uncle it's Uncle Vernon. So yeah. Uncle Vernon, um, he has the same name as a K-pop star, actually, named Vernon from 17, the group 17, and it was like a Vernon. And it turns out he's American and Korean. And I was like, <laughs> your parents look just like, oh god. I know I wasn't going to like Vernon right away, (laughs) affectionately, because I actually do like Vernon a lot, but, um, yeah, Yeah. he's he's a good guy, but the other Vernon uncle, I was like, ooh. Yeah, he was, uh, like, and then gave everything to Dudley, and, like, what, uh, they have a... A tantrum because he got 36 presents instead of 37. I know. 36 presents. You got 36. Like, that's a lot. Like, I I was like, that kid is not humble. I was like, that kid is the most ungrateful kid I've ever seen in a movie. And, and you know, real life. Like, that would... And I'm sure there are worse in real life. Like, there are, but Dudley, mm-hmm. oh, I couldn't, and he, and Harry, honestly, he could have left. Du- he could have left Dudley to the Dementors in the in the fifth movie, and he didn't. And I was like, oh, bless Harry. <laughs> and you know, you know, it's really crappy that they, when Harry was a baby, they decided to leave him at that house and mm-hmm. with that family. Like, it's like they didn't even investigate. Well, I know supposedly Professor McGonagall investigated, but they're just like, okay, we're just gonna leave Harry here with these abuse, abuse, his abusive aunt and uncle and their crappy son. They're like, oh, these people are already fattened up Dudley. We're just, they're gonna fatten up Harry too, and he's gonna, you know. He's gonna be well taken care of because I take care of Dudley. Well, see, and the thing is, is that there was a point in one of the Harry Potter books where it's addressed that Dudley is actually being abused because he's so, um, he's like over, his parents overdote on him and they they basically messed up his mentality because they think, you know, he's your son, we love him, but they created this guy who bullies, too. Yeah, and they're, they're completely okay with it. Well, they, they don't even acknowledge that he's a bully. They think that he's a little angel. Yeah, they don't correct anything. And that's like, <clears throat> and it's like, you know, I don't get it because you think, like you said, you think, you know, Dumbledore and McGonagall would investigate everything, investigate like who's good and who's not, and who, you know, which family he should stay with. And they choose 
they choose them. And I was like, they're not one of them. They're not even magical parents. You could have sent, you could have sent them off to, you know, Ron's house for whatever reason. They could have seen that prophecy and would have seen in the future that he would have been hanging out all the time at Ron Weasley's house. Exactly. Even though they were poor, but they still took care of Harry. Yeah, they they were the most kind people ever. Yeah. And, well, maybe they thought that uh, by leaving them with the um, well, with with his aunt and uncle, that it would build character. I'm, mm. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that what the the aunt and uncle did were right, but. Mm-hmm. Just, just kind of, yeah. Prepare him for like the like for what's worse to come. Like, like this is bad right now, but grow him up with this, and maybe he'll develop a tolerance to like the evil that's ahead. Like, yeah, maybe, yeah, that makes sense too. But. At the same time, why would you want Harry to be abused, though? Because apparently there was a theory that that Harry dreamed all of this up because he was starved and um, everything else by his aunt and uncle, and he was dreaming the whole thing. But he was, he was dreaming like uh, li- living no, he was dreaming the whole uh, Hogwarts Voldemort thing. Yeah, they, because he was um, apparently, you know, starving really bad, and he apparently fainted, and he was like dreaming under the cupboard, you know, where he was living at, and uh, that type of thing. And it's like I know people want to get realistic, but Oh my goodness, that's sad. <laughs> that's really sad. And it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know you want him to meet Ron and Hermione big time because they uh they all felt like leaders to me. Like Harry was supposed to be, but uh, they all felt like leaders to me, like Yeah, like uh they taught each other things, <laughs> they they taught Harry that he is he is valuable and people there are people not everyone is like his aunt uncle and cousin and yeah yeah and then ron taught harry that you know to value food because sometimes you know um even when Hermione smacks you on the back of the head in the movies and tells you, Ron, will you stop eating? And he just <laughs> continues to eat. He's teaching Harry that, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, can't always be all prepared, you know. You gotta have all the food, too. Especially chicken wings. And he was eating chicken wings, too, at the yeah. table. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> this, is, this is all connected. It's a there's a, uh, a cons- this is a conspiracy theory. No, really he was eating chicken wings, and I was like, oh, he was teaching Harry. 
was like, <laughs> like the fifth or sixth movie and it was all about you know love and acceptance and mm-hmm. leaving bad stuff behind and I thought that's chicken wings <laughs> it's symbolism <laughs> it's all symbolism <laughs> oh man that's wonderful oh man and I I always try to figure out the thing with like um, prongs, moody, wormtail, the gang that gathered up together, and they were like animals. Oh yeah, and Lupus too, because he was the Lupin. Yeah, because um, he was a werewolf. Yeah, and and Sirius was the black dog. I wondered about that, like how those four or five people connect because his dad's part of it too he's the um, um he was a something like a deer like a well he was prongs so i guess he could be considered a deer yeah and you know it's interesting because harry thought it was his dad but actually it was but someone told him that it was him conjuring up himself like that was his own spirit like helping them out but But, his dad's connected with him but wasn't that um hadn't Snape didn't Snape uh, conjure that Patronus and um he it was because of Lily because he liked he loved Lily so much oh yeah or he was at least obsessed with her I guess yeah, I forgot about that because um, he did a lot to protect Harry because he loved Lily. And a lot of people were like, oh, he's so overzealous and everything because he loved Lily and couldn't get her and Harry, Harry's dad did. And I thought, well, when you're in love like that and you're bullied all the time, like sometimes that's your own satisfaction when you love someone that much. So it's like... No wonder he was so bitter <laughs> towards Harry at first. So, but wanted, but loved Lily more than he hated Harry. So, yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up because he did a lot of things that people said, "Oh, Harry, you did it." No, he didn't do it. It was Snape or his dad or his mom helping him along, like love. Well, Love conquers everything, right? So that's. But yeah. Harry's dad was kind of crappy. Like I don't know. He was he was bullying serious. And, uh, not serious. He was bullying. Um, well, yeah. So, I'm like, how how did Lily fall for this for this guy? I think. I think. Um, my theory is that she secretly loved Snape too, but liked Harry's dad more because Sirius was into, you know, he was in Slytherin. He was into the dark magic and stuff like that. You know, he was really smart about that. But I'm sure her parents wanted someone who was, comes off as honorable and everything else. But even though he's really not, he might just put a presence in front of her. And she may not 
see the bullying. He might time it just right so that he bullies Snape without her seeing Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense like and then maybe Snape tries to tell her and she doesn't believe him because she just thinks that Snape uh, wants her for himself Mm, yeah yeah but you know it seemed like Snape had a really bad background I wish they would have gotten into like what his childhood was like before he met Lily Um, because then it would explain a lot of things about why he felt, like, so obligated to protect Lily and all these other things, um, more than himself, because maybe he's used to the loneliness part of it and was, just felt like, oh, I'm gonna protect her because, you know, I can't protect myself so I can... You know, so I should help someone else, I think, yeah. And it was so sad when he found, he found them, um, he found Lily dead, like he was just crying, crying and Oh, yeah. That was terrible. I was like, this changed the whole way I saw Snake before, because, um, I always thought of him as a morose, you know, professor who was just really always, you know, you know, always doing weird stuff and just being mean all the time. But he had, he had a lot going on beneath the surface because not everyone is what they seem, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, um, yeah, I've never, um, you know, maybe in Hogwarts they have a chicken wing ring and a Snape chicken wing is, room? a chicken wing ring. Oh, a chicken wing ring. And it consists of, um, it consists of pretty much most of the student body, and but the top contenders are like. Ron, <clears throat> Snape, <laughs> they're the top two. They they control the whole thing. So not only is there Dumbledore's army that he's part of, but he's, but Ron's also part of that one too. That's when Snape can be interested in too. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why he wanted to kill Dumbledore because he was like, I I want the chicken wing reign to reign over Dumbledore's army. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't care about the none of this Dumbledore crap chicken wings are awesome so <laughs> yeah and he just yeah I mean crap I forgot what I was going to say but yeah chicken wings <laughs> yeah chicken wings they just that's how it works in that, you know, in that capacity within, within the Hogwarts. Um, do we want to call it a kingdom? There's literally turrets off the, yeah, let's call it that. I don't care. <laughs> there's, and there's Hagrid because he had, um, he had his, 
animals. He always took care of animals, always was about that. And Hagrid. (laughs) 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 Oh, when he turned Dudley's, like, back end, like, into a tail. I wonder how they got rid of it. Did they just cut it off and make bacon with it the next morning? Or... <laughs> cut it off. Just like this tiny strip of bacon from the tail. Just like, hello. You know, just... <laughs> And, oh my gosh, yeah. They probably cut it off and are probably just, you know, maybe Dudley didn't wash for days and it just, like, shriveled up and came off of its nest. (laughs) It's like it shriveled up and came off. It's like, it's like, you know, lizards, like, when they have, um, like, a bearded dragon, their um, skin comes off. Yeah, they shed. Yeah, and they shed their, yeah, and their, and their like limbs are really, um, um, they're kind of, oh, I can't find the word for it, but their limbs are more apt, limbs, ugh, their limbs are more apt to like, you know, shrivel up, come off, you know, or whatever, detach, and then they grow again. You know, you would think that the tail would grow back on Dudley, but it didn't. Because maybe secretly he's a lizard. He's the lizard of the lizard. <laughs> or maybe um, he just, they just kept it, but he just tapes it down. Every morning he just takes some tape, just tapes down his tail and goes on with his, his day. He's, he's taping down his tail like it's but it's like like it's like flex tape or something <laughs> he takes down his tail and he's like you know I did see the commercial where they did um where they taped a whole you know mm-hmm. uh, board together and it came apart but it stayed together for a while so maybe I should try it and he's like, taping hi everyone (laughs) it's like but where does he tuck it does he tuck it uh, like underneath his pant like where does he put it so it doesn't you know show it's like how it's like does he start using feminine products to hide it or (laughs) (laughs) and and he uh never wears skinny jeans he maybe he uh invests in some skirts or something or khaki skirts yeah khaki skirts he's friends with bella he's friends with bella we knew something was gonna come out of that because bella's not even a nice person anyways she's she's morose and dudley's just mean so i mean that's bad company meets bad company but they create they just they just get khaki skirts out of that occasion Bad company plus bad company equals khaki. <laughs> just khaki, plain khaki. It just it works. Like we feel plain and boring anyway, so let's look that way. Okay. Yeah, he just wears khaki everything after <laughs> after that. 
Yep. And then then he gets mad when he realizes the rest of um kind of the rest of Britain kind of does that too. And then he sees Robert Pattinson doing it. And he's like, girl, your boyfriend's wearing khaki now. I don't feel comfortable with this now. Why is Edward wearing khaki? And <laughs> she said, because he told me he liked it on me. So now I'm wearing Now he's wearing it now, too. We wanted to be twinsies for, <laughs> like, ew. <laughs> like, they just stare at each other. <laughs> Instead of their faces, they're just looking at their skirts now. <laughs> so I guess instead of twinsies, they'd be trip triplets. Triple T's. I love triple T's. Triple T's. I like that. It's like it's like um oh yeah, we're coming out with this new, you know, style and you know. It kind of represents how America and Britain feels right now. Khaki! <laughs> it's like a skirt brand. And who made it? Oh yeah, the people who made the Jack A apparel, you know, the ones that made the Naruto headbands and mm-hmm. stuff for, you know, they put Jack, you know, and then yeah. And then they just made all this good stuff and they made khaki stuff too, so... Just trying to stay fashionable because we don't <laughs> we don't act like it, so we're gonna look it. Yeah, and, um, there's khaki underwear, khaki khaki uh, t-shirts, like khaki socks, like every everything. Oh yeah, I kind of want to get. <laughs> I w- I was kind of shocked because one of my you know. One of my friends wears khaki a lot, and it's like, why doesn't he wear get into this thing? And he's like, no, I'm not gonna wear khaki every day. And I was like, you are if you, if that's what there is, hunting like it's a new style. Like you gotta look stylish, gotta look stylish, always, always. He could walk the runway. Yeah, <laughs> walking the runway, I could can't do. That's that's weird. To me, like, but it would be cool. Just walk, walk the runway. <laughs> walk it. Just like he walks it with Dudley and Bella, and, and, and <laughs> they do like a sassy little spin when they uh, get all the way to the end to show off the how the khaki squirt skirt khaki skirt twirls. Yes, and it's like oh, and it's like a um. And their designer, like us as the designers, we do something like Cinna does for, um, for oh Katniss's dress, uh, two dresses actually in the Hunger Games, and they spin around, and out comes chicken wings flaring up <laughs> in the bottom <laughs> instead of fire chicken wings. Chicken wings flaring out from the bottom, and they're all hot chicken wings, so they actually look like they're hot styling, and everything and everyone just smells chicken wings all throughout the whole, the whole like, the whole like runway. Everything smells like the fryer, like they just came out the fryer, and 
it's like at, at the event uh, on the events invitation it says food will be served food will be like, served and, and I was like where's the chicken where's the food where's the pizza and it's like and it's like um and it's like so the chicken wings there's only a few that come off like there's like there's so many along the bottom of the skirt but they kind of come off um every other one so when they twirl no one's gonna see what hit them until they see the chicken wing that smacked them in the face (laughs) it's just quality service (laughs) it's service my darlings (laughs) and and the price of the skirt um, depends on how many chicken wings can uh, be held within the skirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if there was, like, 2,000 chicken wings, that's a that's an expensive skirt. That's $2,000. Like, that's a lot. $2,000 for a skirt. <laughs> and, yeah. It's, and, um, but see, the cool thing is, is that they can get like they can be really cheap though like see the more chicken wings that are on the skirt the smaller they get but the less there are the bigger they are so you have to cloudy with the chance of meatball sized chicken wings on these skirts <laughs> and they're thrown at the audience <laughs> and some of them squish them and you just see Uncle um, Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia in the audience, and they get crushed with the big chicken wings. <laughs> but, it's, but it's timed, because we know the evil people that are in the audience, so we hit them with the biggest ones. And then some skirts, they just release a whole chicken. A whole chicken wing. It's just a whole chicken I love that. Oh, yes. We're just, it's like, and it happens as fast as the Grinch from Jim Carrey's Grinch throws the mail into the mail slots in the beginning of how the Grinch stole Christmas. So he's just pew, 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 just (laughs) flying everywhere. (laughs) You know, and then someone, and then one of us uh, says into, uh, the mic, you know, dinner is served. <laughs> dinner is served, everyone. I hope you enjoy. Um, if you want dessert, please let me or can see. No, okay, bye. And and then everyone's just like, okay. <laughs> they were like, I just came for a runway, not chicken wings too. <laughs> and then there's a dessert portion and there's like chicken chicken wing cake chicken wing milkshakes and then we bring the sada on stage to sing chicken wing (laughs) (laughs) slayers just like yelling some incomprehensible stuff and he's playing the guitar and um kurt's just like Gives us some grungy vocals, you know, that realness. And then Freddie's like singing, he's off on a tangent, like 
with his vibrato or something, just trying to go along with the whole thing. And um, I forgot the other person. Oh, uh, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, she's just dancing around eating a chicken wing. Yes, because she's graceful and beautiful. And then there's um, the last person. Uh, Slash? Oh, there's Slash and... Because we have another guitarist in the mix, too. I think it was... Was it? Oh, Hendrix. Who? It's Hendrix. I forgot. Hendrix, Hendrix, yeah. And he's just, you know, he's trying to keep up with the other two vocalists. Well, actually, all three. And Slasher's doing his own thing because, you know, no one's going to outsound Slash. And, yeah. Yeah, and um, so, at the very end, Jimmy Hendrix, he just destroys his guitar and a bunch of chicken wings. Come out. <laughs> yeah, he's a bunch of chicken wings in his guitar. <laughs> They're all regular because he can't get he doesn't want sauce in his in his um strings, so he's kind of like yeah, yeah. And um Jimmy's the same way, they just release, they're like, release the chicken, and <laughs> just so whole ton of chicken just released it to the audience again. And um and then so all of a sudden, like, you know, Freddie and the rest of the vocalists, they um, they band together and they actually have this whole jug backstage and it turns out it's a bunch of milk and <laughs> they just pour it off. <laughs> it's just a of milk. And like, like, you need something to help with that spice. <laughs> and it's just it to the audience. <laughs> And it's just chaotic. Everyone's like trying to have, they're having a good time or they're not. Because some of them were smashed with big chicken wings. So it's, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, everyone's, everyone who's good has having a good time. But all the bad people are just like, you know, just uh, regretting the decision to come there. So yeah, that was, but we enticed them because we tell them there's chicken wings there and they're all for it. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, do any, do any of them call the police? They're like, um, I just, I just got assaulted by a chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They try that and the police don't even believe them. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. They're, they probably just think that the person is drunk, so they just, uh, they don't believe them, I guess. Yeah, because a lot of times they don't come when you need them to, or they come too late, so it's like, oh, this sounds kind of like BS. <laughs> They'll take <laughs> as BS to try and eat more donuts, and yeah, they're like, well... It's like, well, you enjoy your donuts, but we're going to enjoy our chicken wings. <laughs> and you just do a whole hair flip and, you know, something like that and just walk away. Yeah, just say, <laughs> just say, ta-ta and um, do, like a little, do like a little uh, finger snap, just snap in their face. Like that. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. 
It's just, <laughs> they're just like, okay. They don't even entertain it. They're just like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, most people enjoy chicken wings and they'll always come for more. Yeah. They really will. And um, it's concluded that Britain is really along the same page as America is. They really are. They want chicken wings too, man. Yeah, it's their um, uh, guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure, yeah. <laughs> Crumpets are definitely, you know, they've been a staple for so long and they're like, you know what, I'm kind of sick of eating crumpets all the time. And I just have chicken wings for breakfast. And <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, keep the tea. But um, instead of creamer, I could put ranch in it, like, because it'll help douse my, you know, chicken wing spice. So, And it, instead of uh, tea, they just drink uh, straight up chicken broth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the chicken they 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 drink chicken broth and when they're right beside it it's like um they use that chicken you know they they also drink that chicken gravy from that you would pour on potatoes too and they uh-huh. just drink that too <laughs> they're like oh this is a oh ooh, ooh, this is a good combination it's like why are you wooing over chicken because it's good and that's what they say back. It's like, oh, like I never thought chicken was cute, but okay. And then someone just walks, and they're like, "Oh, oh my, what are you doing?" Sorry, I can't do a British accent. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's like, oh my, what are you doing? And and it's like, um, I'm eating my chicken wings. Leave me alone. Like, I'm enjoying my chicken broth. And they're just sitting there like, oof. oof. <laughs> this world's come to crap. Like, oh, God, now we're drink- drinking chicken broth now and chicken gravy and oof. They're like, oof. Yeah, like, any, any vegetarian listening to this is probably like, <laughs> it's probably just cringing right now. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Or, or would it be a vegan? What's the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian? So, I don't know. I am not sure, but um, I think you can make um, vegan anything, probably. Um, there has to be a substitute to, to that. If someone were vegan and they made something vegan, it would be like... Um, yeah, I think you could make a substitute out of that. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely I think that's possible. But chicken wings are good too. Like everyone everyone wants a chicken wing now. Like the world's gonna be like, yeah, the world kind of sucks, but you know what, we have chicken, so Yeah, Yeah. we've got we've got chicken wings to look forward to after this pandemic like we we we've got what's that place uh there's 
wings, etc. Uh, oh, we have buffalo we have wild, wild wings. wings. Like, yeah, just we should we should have a chicken wing party after the pandemic. So you know, um, in the Polar Express, there's a song made um, when they get like hot chocolates. And I'm like, we should do that with chicken wings. <laughs> it's just like a whole thing we do with like we're giving chicken wings and we do some ac- acrobatic stuff too where we just toss plates around and and stunts and tumbling. But don't make me do that because I failed stunts and tumbling. <laughs> it's okay. I failed I, did, I tried to do the frog leap once with someone that didn't end very well. <laughs> it's the person was on the ground and I only got, you know, they sit on the ground, you have to jump. I got halfway through. It's okay. Right I, above the person's head. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I I can't even do a forward roll. Oh, I can't do that. I can't. I may have been able to do a somersault, but that was the most I could do. I I did a lot of the partner stuff because I could never do stuff on my own because I tried doing, it actually looks like a chicken wing move, not even gonna lie, but when you put your um, elbows up on your arms or something and lift them off the ground, you look like a dang chicken wing. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, what is this? I I tried doing it and I don't have, I didn't have the strength in my arms to keep my legs like that. It was just crazy. I was like, and and the PE teacher laughed at me too when I did the frog leap and and failed to do it. He was like, he was laughing. And I was like, he never laughs at this stuff. And he was like, oh my God. I was like, I was like, man, all because I couldn't do the chicken wing. Well, it's all because okay. I couldn't do it. It's okay. I mean, it's it's not like a requirement uh, to for living life. I mean, True. at a job interview, they're not going to be like, oh, can you do, do the chicken? <laughs> yeah, can you do the chicken wing? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, well, I can move my arms up and down and bend my elbows, but I can't do the stunt you know like i can't do that sorry and then they're just like you're not hired or or you're just like no i i can't do those things but i brought some chicken wings you just whip out the chicken wings from from uh your bag and they're just like hired it's just like a bag (laughs) it's like i have i have two baskets and a bag of chicken wings for you and you just balance the chicken wings out on hands and then there's a basket on your head of chicken wings and just like i can't prepare (laughs) and um they're like oh my god she is like she is on top of it she will she'll be there for everyone's needs, like the customer's needs. She'll be there for like employees' needs. We gotta hire we gotta hire because chicken wings. <laughs> 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 but yeah. <clears throat> that is the story of um the chicken wing. 
<laughs> but it's the story of the chicken wing. And we'll probably get more into the history later on. But yeah. Those are the conspiracy theories behind the chicken wing. Oh yeah, this started off as a conspiracy theory. I, I completely forgot. We got we got wild. We did. That was good. Yeah, that was good. So I hope you guys know that chicken wings are always there for you when people aren't, and um, they will. They are comforting. Yeah, they are comforting. They'll get us through thick and thin. Telling you. Yeah, there's a chicken wing for everyone out there. Exactly. Because, you know, the fish metaphor isn't working anymore, so. Yeah. That's more people like chicken than fish. So, I mean, you know, I mean, we have people who like fish out there, but chicken, it's out there. And it's waiting for you to plunge in and take a bite. So, hope you all enjoy that whole segment. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hope, hope you find the chicken wing you deserve or... exactly exactly and just know that there are other countries other than america who are joining the trend too so you're not alone <laughs> <laughs> even harry potter's in on it ron got us started so now we have to continue <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's, <clears throat> I'd say that's all for today, folks. Is is this okay with you, Kat? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, we had, an, we had an awesome chicken wing talk. We did. This was, this has been me and Kat with today's chicken wing podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, keep, keep those chicken wings coming. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Bye, all the chicken wings. Bye, chicken wings. Yeah, bye, chicken wing squad. Squad! (laughs) (laughs) Okay.